This is PhotoFlow TV. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to PhotoFlow TV. My name is Eric Jones, and once again, I will be uh, briefly discussing an episode of television that uh, will probably fit in with the uh, PhotoFlow theme of horror and thrills and, and all that jazz. Um, for this episode, I will be taking a look uh, at the seventh episode of the first season of Alfred Hitchcock Presents titled Breakdown. Um, earlier for the first episode of PhotoFlow TV, I discussed the debut episode of the series Revenge. So, uh, as you know, on the show, uh, Jake and I have discussed Hitchcock uh, quite a few times, um, including in uh, our most recent episode with Shadow of a Doubt. With Shadow of a Doubt, I will be following uh, our star from that film, Joseph Cotton, to this episode of the television series. So, as I said, Breakdown is the seventh episode of the first season. Uh, this episode, just like Revenge, was also directed by Hitchcock himself. The story is by Lewis Pollock, with the teleplay by Francis Cockrell and Lewis Pollock. And the episode stars Joseph Cotton as Mr. Kalyu, a ruthless movie producer. Uh, he's a very callous man, which I would imagine is why they gave the name Kalyu. Kalyu, uh, callous, it, it makes sense. Uh, very on the nose, but for the character and for the episode, it makes sense. Uh, so he's a movie producer uh, pl as playing a no good person for Hitchcock is nothing new for Cotton. As I said, he uh, played the role of the villainous Uncle Charlie in Shadow of a Doubt, which uh, we covered along with the stepfather on the main photo flow episode. Uh, there are some interesting uh, tidbits about this episode. Um, we have a young Aaron Spelling in a little uh, bit role here and also a role for uh, James Edwards, who uh, most people will probably know him for his role in Home of the Brave. Uh, he first came to my attention, uh, James Edwards, in 1956, The Killing, uh, which is directed by another favorite director of mine, uh, Stanley Kubrick, and also had a role in 1962's The Manchurian Candidate. So what is this episode about? Breakdown tells the story of Kalyu, who is this uh, movie producer, uh, very very I guess on the nose depiction of a movie producer in those times uh, he just fired an employee over the phone and he scoffs at it um, take a note of the idea of crying because it will come back around uh, at the uh, end of the episode uh, Cal you believes that crying is just an absolute uh, weak will of an individual and to, to just break down um, and having a, a, a breakdown of emotion. So he finds that um, undesirable in people. His colleagues are actually a bit more understanding as they uh, um, 
as he fires this man. It's actually kind of a little surprising and a little bit uh, progressive just for a moment to have people recognize that um, emotions, especially, f you know, for the depiction of a man expressing his emotions uh, is uh, something that, you know, should be taken notice that nothing comes good from uh, bottling it up and it causes harm to uh, that individual uh, and to others. So the episode kind of gets going once Cal Yu is out driving and he comes across a construction site. Um, he's trying to go around, but he ends up uh, getting into a car accident with a truck and crashes uh, at the uh, construction site. Uh, the result of the accident is he's completely paralyzed, unable to move any part of his body. The only reason why you know he's alive is because you have uh, Cotton narrating um, uh, sort of a you know his, his inner monologue he's he's paralyzed he can't speak but his he, you know he's still thinking so that's how we the audience know uh he's alive um so you, you have cotton narrating and it's just like i said it's a sort of a uh inner monologue and he's trying to do something uh to let people know that he's alive because everyone is thinking that he's um thinking he's dead uh the one thing he is eventually able to do he is able to move one finger and tap it so he's just hoping that someone will come along um and notice him and he can tap his finger so that they can see that he's alive and try to get him some help um he comes across some uh some prisoners who unfortunately uh steal his clothes and they leave him there and eventually he makes his way into the morgue because once again people think that he's dead and here's where some of the uh suspense comes along uh, everyone is seeing Kalyu in this car and they all think he's dead and you're just kind of on the edge of your seat you get a bad feeling in your stomach as he comes across more people and no one recognizes that you know he's actually alive so you begin to fear uh for him as his fears uh begin to become you know realized as i said eventually he makes his way to the morgue and um he's covered up and he's about to be tagged um you know i guess however the uh the morgue does its process but they're about to tag him as a dead body and the uh two uh gentlemen who work in the morgue they uncover him briefly and he's hoping to be able to tap his finger so that they can see that he's uh that he's not dead and he can't do it because somehow in moving him his body ends up on top of his hand so he can't move his finger because the finger is the only thing he can move he can't move his hand to even do so uh and so now once again that hitchcock suspense is really getting to you because now you're just like oh my goodness he's he's a he's done for and no one's gonna know it um you know you might be expecting some sort of twilight zone level twist and but eventually he becomes terrified and afraid and eventually he begins to cry you don't see it in his face you know like how a person would you know look but you begin to see the tears rolling down his face and he broke down um hence the title of the episode breakdown not necessarily the breakdown of the car uh but rather the breakdown of his emotions it's come full circle from the beginning of the episode where 
Cao Yu was so callous to his employee who he fired and found that it was weak of someone who was in a precarious situation to just let their emotions uh, all out. And so he begins to have tears come down his face and that gives the workers at the morgue a chance to see they realize hey this man is not dead and then they run off to uh get him some help and from there the episode ends um so you know full circle we have um an emotional breakdown one man scoffs at the emotional breakdown and then by the end of the episode does so himself in order to save himself as his uh co-worker said earlier it doesn't do any good for someone to hold all that back because if he did try to hold it back if he did try to hold it back he would not have been able to let someone know that he was alive so uh how does uh the cinematic approach of uh hitchcock uh, apply to this episode um as i said earlier one you'll have the lead actor who we know hitchcock worked with a lot of different actors uh multiple times and so this is uh I'm not sure if this is the second time uh, Shadow of a Doubt came out in the 40s and this episode came out in the 50s. And I'm not sure if, I don't believe Hitchcock worked with Cotton on any other films, and I'm, but I'm not sure if he also worked on them with uh, any other episodes of uh, TV. But that's one example, just working with another uh, familiar actor. Uh, a key mark, uh, sorry, <laughs> a key trademark uh, of the Hitchcockian style is the movement of the camera to represent the eyes of the viewer making the uh audience voyeurs uh the episode breakdown does something a little different usually either the camera is moving or the subject is moving in the scene but since cotton's character is completely paralyzed we'll have no movement from the character so how does hitchcock uh create the tension that's needed uh he just gives the static shots of cotton's total stillness all he has is his thoughts and we're trapped in the car with him and his thoughts it also creates a stream of consciousness scenario which is something you don't typically see in hitchcock um and the director also succeeded playing with the proximity of his shots uh he knows when to cut to a close-up to show uh the uncomfortableness of being in the uh the damaged car with Cal Yu or to cut to a wide shot and we see his helplessness because with the wide shot we just see the one man and we see everything so we're either cramped in the car with him or if we're not in the car with him um, we see a wide shot of everything just to see his how alone he is and how helpless he is so this entire episode is pretty much uh, a case of visual language and Hitchcock excels using it uh, to provide a very taut half hour of television. Um, I've always been kind of curious how could, I don't know if this episode could have been a great idea for a film. It might be a little, uh, perhaps a little too long to make that, to stretch the idea out to a film. That's one thing that I'm noticing um, as I watch through uh, Alfred Hitchcock Presents even if it's an episode that Hitchcock didn't direct himself, the, the the concepts of the episodes tend to work very well in the half hour format. And I'm not entirely sure how well they work when 
or would work if they were expanded to film length um so it's 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 very interesting how he has a grasp on how television works as a medium and how film works as a medium it will be interesting that that uh later on the show expands to an hour and i haven't really watched too many episodes of the hour-long version of it um sort of like uh when the twilight zone went to one hour episodes but i'll be curious to see how well he adapts to an expansion of the television format because you know one thing i always notice with the twilight zone is that that half hour to an hour leap didn't do the show too many favors there were good episodes in that one um one hour long season which was the fourth season but i don't think it did the show overall any favors because it was just perfect uh rod serling had it down pat with that uh half hour format so hitchcock who worked in film who's made longer stories you know as far as runtime it'll be curious to see how that goes um when i get to some of those episodes and uh hopefully we'll be able to discuss them uh so that's it for this episode of photo flow tv um the next time i'll be back i will actually be taking a look at something a little more modern um I will be taking a look at the DC Comics series uh, Swamp Thing, which uh, is a great series and unfortunately only last one, lasted one season. Um, but that is what I will be taking a look at uh, next as I uh, try to just give you all some horror TV related uh, business. So uh, thank you all for listening on this episode of Photoflow TV.